whenever you listen to a podcast, you need to be sure that the podcast you choose is suitable for the audience at home. To help you, there are certificates given to podcasts to let you know what the podcast is like. You Know It has been certified as 18. An 18-rated podcast will certainly have an adult theme and may well contain sex or violence, which could be quite graphic. It may also contain some very explicit language, which will frequently mean sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome back to You Know It, the 90s podcast where we go through the year, years, the years, the 90s, the 1990s, month by month. And this month is February of 1990. Uh, I'm here. I'm Durs. I'm Nick. Yeah, just in case you didn't know. Um... So yeah, uh, last month we did January, which was you know post Christmas. Everything was you know everything was going. We had all the all the new toys, everything released. We're now in February. Um, UK and Argentina have uh, managed to restore uh, diplomatic relations after eight years. Yeah, um, they uh, diplomatic ties were uh, broken off in response to Argentina's invasion of the Falkland Islands in 1982. Uh, there was a bomb explosion in Leicester City in February. Um, and uh, probably the biggest news, I think, uh, for the UK coming out of this yep. is the storms that we had in February. Uh, 14 people killed as storms hit Britain. One of the uh, worst storms. It's, it's, I think it's the big one that your parents always talk about. Oh, the storms of 1990. Is that the Michael Fish one? I, d- I don't know. It was like earlier than that. Like, oh, uh, I heard there's going to be a storm, but don't worry, there's not going to be a storm. Oh, really? There was a storm. <laughs> there, there certainly was a storm. Um, I think in uh, in uh, is it Toin Toin in uh, North Wales, uh, two thousand people were evacuated from their homes uh, due to uh, a, a massive amount of waves. Uh, it smashed a two hundred yard hole in the seawall and caused a huge flood. So, um, yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm, welcome to February. <laughs> I also have some news. Mm. Some massive things happened. Yeah. We'll go with this, yeah? 10th of February, FW de Klerk, the leader of the South African Parliament, yeah. announced he was going to let Nelson Mandela out. Yeah, indeed. Well, we can move straight on yeah. to TV, because that uh, I have covered in TV. Because, of course, uh, that was broadcast yeah. live uh, on TV as he was set free. It was indeed. I remember watching it. Do you? Yeah, I remember watching it, waiting ages and ages to watch it. Mm. And it's like, it was it was like late coming out. Well, of course. Yeah. It was never going to be on time, was it? Yeah, I remember like watching it, it was like a dusty road and you're like, had the camera pan down on the dusty road. Right. Waiting for um, Nelson Mandela to appear. And then he did. I, I don't know, I was been like, what, I was 12? I didn't, I didn't really know who Nelson Mandela was. Yeah, I, I guess at that age, yeah. you know, you, you don't necessarily think about it. Yeah. But when I was um, digging around in the news before we jumped straight into TV, I do have some other news. Oh, go, go, go for it. Yeah, so it was obviously released on the 11th. Mm. Then um, also around the 11th as well, there was a massive like um, meeting between NATO and the Warsaw Pact, like the mm-hmm. Russians. Yeah. The, 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 the other guys, we can't call them the bad guys. The 
the bad guys in Rocky Four. The bad guys in Rocky Four, and they made some agreements with like like obviously because um, USSR was breaking up mm-hmm. on like land and airspace. Yeah, and that's when they decided um, Germany could be merged into one. Yes, which I think is fake news because we know that one person only one, one person, person merged Germany, and I I know you know who that is. I do. Um, well, are we are we allowed to mention the name of that person, or should we wait until that news? hits uh, let's, let's wait we'll wait but there's yeah you keep listening there's one person who causes it to happen there is one person um it, it, the clue is that he was featured quite heavily in january of uh, 1990 with the premiere of a certain show and it wasn't jimmy savile no it was not jimmy savile also some everything's happening on happening on that's like makes sense mm. so back in february the 11th do you remember mike tyson i do remember mike tyson mike tyson got knocked out he like did. James Buster Douglas. Yeah. The 10th round, thought he was going to win in Tokyo, Japan. Yeah. He even booked his ticket back to come back early before the end of the, the, the fight. Yeah. Lost. And w- which led into one of my other news stories mm-hmm. in the wrestling. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, yeah. let's, uh, yeah, well, let's, let's talk wrestling. I mean, that is under the TV bracket. Because, yeah. uh, of course, as you say, uh, in, in the wrestling on TV, it was uh, Hulk Hogan versus the Macho King Randy Savage with special enforcer Mike Tyson, or was it? No, it was James Buster Douglas. After he knocked out Mike Tyson, yeah. So originally, I believe the plan was it was going to yeah. be Tyson, yeah, and they changed their mind because he lost. Yeah, they, they, they to... were so sure he was going to win. They I've were seen just the like for it when he was it was originally Tyson. I remember it. Right, yeah. and then they were just like, "Oh no, actually, you lost." So yeah. um, go away until the late nineties, please. I know, shocking, isn't it? Like, <laughs> like this is this could be the big thing, like Tyson and Hogan in the ring at the same time. Do you think it shows that that Tyson's a pretty uh, pretty shrewd businessman that he he put his ego aside yeah. and came back to them in the late nineties? Although I guess he he is a big wrestling fan, right? So yeah, but I suppose he, he obviously was going to sit next to Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's the greatest human living being at the time. <laughs> he's, he's like taking oh, his prayers Hogan might knock me out yeah I'll lose to Buster Douglas saying his prayers and taking his vitamins yeah I was also having a look at that card because mm. it's like a, a main event yeah I'll, I'll run some names off go for it some good names there. so Earthquake beat Ronnie Garvin we remember Earthquake don't we oh of course well he will feature in a minute as well oh I've got some Earthquake we've both got the same Earthquake news I think then. we do and then Dusty Rhodes with Sapphire mm. beat Mr. Perfect Mr. Perfect was amazing uh, well, so was Dusty. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Dusty obviously from WCW, but uh, he, I, I think despite everything they tried to do with to Dusty in WWF, yeah. he did well. I was, there is a really good documentary on YouTube about it. You should have to find it. Oh, okay. Put it in the notes. Yeah, put it in the notes. Um, you also got Million Dollar Man, mm. Jake the Snake, which I don't, that, that should never happen because Jake the Snake is Jake the Snake. I agree. The Colossus Connection, which were Andre the Giant and Haku, mm. who's the hardest man on the planet. Yeah, legitimately. Before, beat Demolition. That's fair. Yeah. Bad News Brown, do you remember him? Yeah. Beat Tito Santana before El Matador. Wow. The model Rick Mortel beat Brutus, the beefcake. It's brilliant names here. It, it's all, I mean, it, I, I, I'm kind of biased because it's that yeah, generation, yeah. you yeah. know. Then we got Roddy Piper beat Rick Rude. Nice. Then we get to the the, Horn, the Hogan Savage match. Yeah. Which ended, if I can remember, I didn't check it, but I'm pretty sure... The Buster Douglas punches Macho Man. Yes, he he does, which clearly was a Tyson spot, which yeah. they would then later do. Um, yeah, well, but well, yeah, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, and the Ultimate Warrior beat Dino Bravo. He did, but what happened during that match? I also think this might be one of the. the I think this one had 
uh, an infamous Ultimate Warrior promo beforehand where he was talking about life insurance and stuff. Is that the plane one or is that a different one? I don't think it's the plane one. I think it's the life... I don't need any life insurance yeah. one. Um, but yeah, one of those those classic Ultimate Warrior promos that only he could understand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, during the match, Earthquake interferes um, and uh, Hogan comes in with the save. Yeah. But Warrior is unappreciative. He is. He's not happy. He's not, he's not liking it. And this is obviously pre-internet days because... Ten days before this, mm. they put, they um did a mega taping, yeah, which they take like months worth of TV, and they had Hogan beat Bravo. Mm-hmm. Earthquake came in the ring wearing his brown outfit. Have you ever seen Earthquake's brown outfit? Yeah, all in so brown. Have. Yeah, it really put me off. It's not a solid look. It's not. Then he attacked Hogan, only to be saved by the Ultimate Warrior. Hogan's like pushing off, get off me, get off me, and so Warrior for some reason runs and bounces off the ropes about four times, nearly runs into Hulk Hogan, and then they do their stare off. Oh, no. little arms bits. and they taped you the next day because they messed it up well the thing is back then they could get away with it Yeah. nowadays if they taped that far in advance it would all be spoiled online yeah. and everyone would know everything and not bother watching so they, they taped the Hogan thing twice Yeah. And they did the warrior thing twice as well because it was also done on the same taping as well as the main event crazy yeah like you're right the internet would give it all away these days yep it absolutely so would. That is my wrestling news. That's the wrestling, wrestling news, but continuing on with the TV stuff, um, the BBC uh, BBC uh, uh, filmed a uh, a school gay-themed television film called Two of Us, which debuted in February. I think it was filmed a couple of years before, yeah. um, but is debuting on TV here. Um, and basically it kind of went up against uh, Thatcher's attempt to ban the uh, the gay sex education in schools. Um, it was a uh, Section 28 legislation, which I think got obviously got repealed, yeah. um, but it was going up against that, and I think it forced them, because originally they wanted to put it on during the day, but they were forced to put it on late at night because of, you know, Thatcher's Britain. <laughs> Good times. Um, so yeah, they, they decided to show it late at night. Um we also had uh, the first of Sky's pay-per-view channels available in the UK. Sky Movies. Sky Movies. Sky Movies debuted in February of 1990. Um, as you said, we had live uh, live coverage of Nelson Mandela's release late. How long yeah. did you wait in the end? I I don't know, but I was probably impatient at the time. But yeah, being yeah being younger, you don't want to watch that. Do yeah, you? I think I see what's going on here. Yeah, so one of these like TV moments that you probably have to watch. Yeah. I think there's about three or four that I've seen and just say, oh, I saw that on TV. Diana. Yeah, Diana. Diana was one. We'll get to that when yeah. we get to it. But <laughs> I've got a story about that. I'll have to remember it in like seven years. In time. seven years' time when we get there. Um, yeah. Um, uh, well, US TV coming to the UK. Last last month we had Baywatch. We are doing well here, yeah. right? It's the start of the year. Start of, 90, start of the yeah. 90s. Month one, we got Baywatch. Month two, Quantum Leap. I love Quantum Leap. Memories of Quantum Leap. Um, oh, do you want me to pick out episodes? Or just, yeah. Oh. Episodes, favourite moments, oh, you know. all of it. All, all of it. it. It is It is a classic, and I think very underrated show. People yeah. go on, you know, people talk about Star Trek all the time. People talk about Knight Rider, you know, but not so much Quantum Leap. And yeah. it is a classic. It is an absolute classic. I just think it, everything about it, like, do you ever see the episode as well when, like, it, the only way he could pass on, like, or not pass on, like, leap is if like he let the person he was playing die mm-hmm. 
the prison one they did some really the thing is i think everyone always remember it remembers it is like the goofy show where scott bacula occasionally wore a dress and you know had to pretend to be a woman and all that kind of stuff oh boy (laughs) oh boy but there were some really serious yeah. episodes in in that show, and they dealt with a lot of issues because yeah. obviously he was going through key moments in history, and and you know quite often it was it was quite political. It was yeah. quite like you know um, the social commentary was was really spot on with that show. It was a really good show, banging theme tune as well. Oh, well, that is a uh, a must for me with with eighties nineties TV seventies eighties nineties TV. It has to have a banging theme and Quantum Leap. Is it, oh. It's Quantum Leap above Baywatch I'm going to have to start writing these down what theme tune wise yeah theme tune wise Quantum Leap or Baywatch I'm going to say Quantum Leap yeah I think so I mean Baywatch is definitely the more kind of uh, I guess more all out 90s yeah theme but I don't know I'm more of a science fiction guy yeah. anyway so it, it, yeah Quantum Leap I think for me Um, in the UK for a UK show we got our debut of the Crystal Maze. Really? Yeah, Crystal Maze debuted on uh, Channel 4. Uh, Richard O'Brien, the best presenter yeah. of uh, of the Crystal Maze. Obviously, we've had, what, two or three? Is it Ed Tudor-Paul? He was rubbish, wasn't he? He, was, he tried his best, but, yeah. you know, it, it was perfect with Richard O'Brien. Um, I've got really fond memories of, of the Crystal Maze. Funny enough, I was talking to my mum the other day about this, and we were saying about how, you know, people started off because i was talking about nightmare and i was saying like how many kids yeah but how many kids went on nightmare that just couldn't spell and it's like why did you even come on the show you're just going to get humiliated right and it was the same with the crystal maze the amount of people that went on the crystal maze they were just terrible at doing anything and you're like why did you come on this show you're just gonna look like an asshole like yeah it was always like really complicated things as well yeah and like they were it's like they were just getting stuff shouted and do this do this for like a small gap Mm. and then they'd have to get the crystal then walk across the a real thin piece of wood like falling into the water yeah there was some balance involved and all yeah. of that i i just liked the, the solid theming with the crystal maze yeah. you know they'd have like aztec theme and Industrial like zone. yeah it was like sonic it was like it? sonic themes sonic levels oh wow yeah that was that was some good- and they're collecting gems like sonic they oh, are. that's weird but unlike um sonic they don't who, turn who eventually wins <laughs> no one ever really won on no. him did they well richard o'brien yeah Dr. Egg man, yeah, bald head, he wins every yeah. time in the Crystal Maze. He's the one winner. And the audience win. We as viewers win in the Crystal Maze watching stupid people fail. Do you know what I used to like it? Like sometimes there'd be someone be doing a really tough one and they pan out to Richard O'Brien and he gets like little harmonica and just start doing a little harmonica. You'd be thinking, aren't we supposed to be watching the people doing this? Like, no, Richard O'Brien is He's far yeah. more entertaining. We're just watching Richard O'Brien have like, fun. Just watch Richard O'Brien in a little picture in picture. And just watch the quit that what they're doing in the small picture. I agree. He should be the big picture, yeah. and they should be in the corner. Yeah, I well, agree. They should, like they should show him again and have commentary with Richard O'Brien. Is he still alive? Isn't he? I think he's still around. Yeah, I, I think he just gave up because he got fed up with it. Yeah, but he could like do like um, I can't remember that um, show in America when they used to watch like movies and they talk over him. Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, but yeah, with Crystal Maze. <laughs> that would be amazing. And Richard O'Brien and um, and Traegar. Traegar. <laughs> They from can watch night- it together. From nightmare. From nightmare. Talking over the top of them. Yeah. For no reason. I love I'd, it. I'd watch that. I'd subscribe to that. I'll tell you something else that you watched. Because you excitedly told me this yesterday. What was going on in EastEnders? Right. I've, I've got a soap update for all the soaps. Go on. Do you want me to do all the soaps now? Do all the soaps, but I know the one you really want to talk about. <laughs> right. So EastEnders, yeah? Yeah. Start with EastEnders. Not much exciting happening this month. Except for Ethel. Had to identify her body. Uh-huh. Yeah. And on the 20th 
of February. I checked the, the date. Mm. A Porsche comes screaming onto the square, yeah? Parks up in a place. You see a guy talking on a mobile phone. But it's one of those phones It's attached to the inside of a car. Oh, yeah, that's when you know it. You know that's know, a like, serious and gangster. Is, and this is what dated it for me. It's like, who is this? Who's this guy? And it's in the dark. And the next thing you know, two days later, there's never a car. Not as good. Not as good. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Don't quite appear. Sorry, Phil appears again. And he's walking through the market. And somebody's like, you can't park your car now, mate. Like, or I'll move it. That's my Phil Mitchell voice. That's good voice. And then, good like, Phil then Mitchell Grant turns up in an escort. Nearly runs over Ethel and Dot. <laughs> But guess what? It says, sorry, ladies, and see, decides to go up and talk to Frank Butcher and tease him about buying a car. He goes, oh, I don't want it. I'll buy your car instead. And they have a little, little thing together. Mm. And he goes, oh, thanks. I'm walking away. And the next thing you know, Mitchell Burroughs walking the Vic. Classic. Pint. Classic moment. Yeah. They're having a little pint of something that looks disgusting. Like, um, when he's like get beers poured on TV shows, that was really nasty. Oh, went, especially in an in an English pub in yeah. the early nineties on TV, it always looked like the most. It looked like it just had fag ends in it. And, yeah, you know, yeah, it wasn't very good. But then the little Phil, like little so having, little, little, little Phil, little Phil, big Phil, <laughs> Phil, so I was having a little dance with an Ethel while Grant sings some sort of Cockney song. Brilliant, but like Dot doesn't like it. Phil Ethel likes it. Phil was drunk from the beginning he was he pulls up in his car opens the door bottles fall out yeah <laughs> you know, so it's like he, he was he was an alcoholic from day one yeah is he still in it i think so yeah he's still drunk though yeah like he's still still gonna have his his alcoholism i think he was crack but like but he Phil, did he, he yeah. upgraded yeah Phil is still he's still i don't really watch his things but i'm just like thinking Ooh, what i remember i remember when that happened and he said his years ago and i'll youtube it and i YouTube. youtube that you know i got stuck in uh i did loads of emmerdale once for, because I did that, and I wanted to watch the plane feed. crash, and then yeah. yeah, and then it gets stuck in your feed. Um, I did London's Burning once as well. I did all of London's wow. Burning. That was all on YouTube at one point. I did the lot. Yeah. Oh, there is one thing. The Mitchell brothers both try and chat up Sharon. Of course, who they both go on to have a little thing with. Yeah, yeah. So that was the end of EastEnders. Nothing much happened there. Mm. I mean, there's only one suit when stuff happens. Actually, it's not. They much. take it in turns. Yeah. So Coronation Street. This one, yeah. Yeah. Liz, remember Liz? I remember Liz. Big ginger hair, mm-hmm. big bouffant. Thought she was with Jim, the Irish man from the army. Mm-hmm. Very Irish, like yeah. And she wanted him to leave the army. She could say stereotypical. Yeah, she's like, "You got to leave the army, or I'm going to leave you." And he's like, oh, "I want to go for a job in the army, but it's like an office job." So like, that's a plot for like a entire month, right? But then he says, "Oh, my friend Johnny Johnston." That's not a real name, is not, is it? So he invites Johnny Johnston to. So come, Johnny Johnston's going to stay for a bit, and Liz is like, "No, I don't want him here." Right, find out. Liz had a fling with Johnny Johnston. Oh my god! And Johnny Johnston is also going for the same job that Jim's going for. Imagine your last name was Johnston and you had a kid, and you were like, "Going to call him Johnny?" Yeah, well, what, bully. He's going to get bullied in school. He would get bullied. It's a bad idea. Rita buys the cabin. In the middle of the Rita. What's the cabin? That's her, that's her news agents. Oh, okay. They call it the cabin. There's loads of new houses built on Coronation Street. Oh well, it's, it's you know it's it's expanding. Is it? It's expanding. All the new neighbors are moving in. All the young people. It's a boom um, period for... Uh, Alf Roberts, who owns the, the shop, gets annoyed at the character who's just named on Wikipedia as Mr. Patel. He's also <laughs> okay. going to open his own shop. There was a rumour spread by Jack Duckworth. Oh, he's just shit-stirring. Wh- he's shit-stirring, so he nearly loses his job for shit-stirring. Oh, my God. So that's how it goes in um, Coronation Street. Obviously, Neighbours. We love Neighbours. We do. After the last one for Mrs. Mangle getting married, she's now leaving Neighbours. So oh no! Neighbors at the start of my, uh, start of February. Oh my god! So Joe Mangle, her son, moves into the house. Right, takes over with Bouncer. So you know, he now has Bouncer. 
Bouncer will become very important to this show. Around September time? In a few months. (laughs) So Bouncer, like... I love that you know what month that happens. That makes me so happy that you know what month that happens. That's the first thing I researched when we decided to do the podcast. Brilliant. Is that why you did this podcast? Just to get to that month? That's one of the things we always talk about. It is. We do. Everyone should know about that. Um, Todd, who is in it, Todd runs away after having a bit of a rough time, gets in with a rough lad, Mm -hmm. Skinner. That's all we got is Skinner. You know that's a you know that's a tough guy. Yeah, the only other Skinners I know is one from The Simpsons, of course, or the wrestler Chewbacca, 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 which is really, really he strong. would have made a really good wrestler. He would have, yeah. Um, tobacco, I seen two Skinners, but Skinner is like a bit of a troublemaker. Yeah, talks Todd into a bit of crime. Oh, a, bit, a little bit of crime. So they break into a factory. Mm-hmm. Todd's mate sees this happening, and whereas Todd is missing, follows him into the factory. Police turn up. His mate gets nicked. Oh my god. Skinner and Todd get away. Now, a couple of episodes later, on the 26th of February, for like a bit of a boring episode of Neighbours, where like Skinner gets arrested, nothing else happens. It's actually the highest viewed episode of Neighbours, combining the two episodes, like daytime and evening, for like 21 million, 0.16 million people watched both episodes, like combined episodes. The most watched program of Neighbours in 1990, the most watched program in the UK in 1990. I must watch Neighbours episode of all time. It's a boring episode. I would have assumed it would have been Kylie. Yeah. I I thought it would have been the wedding. Yeah. That's amazing. It is. So, like, literally nothing happens and for no reason. It must have been, though, because we were quite limited. No, February. February. It's probably just that there was fuck all on. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like that week or that day, nothing was on. I'm going to watch Neighbours twice. I'm I'm just going to watch it. That was Neighbours. Wow. Didn't really check Emmerdale because I think there was a lot of farming going on. It would have been farm stuff. Jack it would have been, you know, it's a, to lambing, be honest, lambing season. Emmerdale is only really interesting when planes fall on it. Yeah. Or helicopters explode. Do you know, I, I was look. this is why I, I fell down this rabbit hole. There's a lot of really horrific accidents yeah. that happen occasionally in There's Emmerdale, but when they storm. happened, they're horrendous. Yeah. So uh, that's something to look out for. Yeah. Like, but at the moment, yeah, it's probably just farming. It's February, it's miserable, yeah. wet. Raining sheep. Yeah, someone's like you know, a hot pot or something. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to leave Emmerdale for a couple of months. But that was my um soap update of the month. Do you got any more TV? Uh, no, no, that was uh, that was the last of my TV. Yeah. Uh, we can, however, move on to movies because uh, we got some good films. Yeah. If I get so if I go with these two, first of all, go for it because these two I found on um Wikipedia. So we're not sure. These may be American releases, but... Yeah, it, it's it's difficult for us to find sometimes to yeah. pin down which were the UK, which were the US uh, with some of this stuff. But yeah, go for it. So we've got, yeah, Hard to Kill. You remember Hard to Kill? Of course I remember Hard Steve to Kill. Seagal, uh, this is the plot. Steve Seagal is a, he's a tough cop, yeah. But he witnesses like um, a, like some corrupt cops killing someone. So they decide to take out on Steve Seagal and his family. Mm. They kill his wife. They like do some stuff to his son, but his son's still alive. And they decide, oh, we'll take out Seagal as well and say, oh, it's murder suicide. Hang on a minute. Hard to kill. No, it's all right. I'm thinking of. Um, which is the really racist one? I There's don't... one he did when he goes up against like voodoo gang or something. I've not seen that one. It's, just, it's not great. Uh, so Hard Kill's the one when they put him in a coma, right? Yeah. So yeah. Like, oh. they, just, they decide, yeah, like, oh, he comes out. Yeah, because. He's like, oh, he's well enough to go in a coma, but they hide it. It's mm-hmm. me, it's Sergeant Mate, and the police are like, yeah. well, we're going to pretend he's dead because they're obviously they're going to go after him. So seven years later, Seagal comes out of a coma, able to talk, 
Yeah, he's fine. He just doesn't he wheel himself out, and then he and then he does the acupuncture, and he's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's what he, <laughs> that's, that's what he does, right? So he, like he talks to a nurse who rings the police, so she helps him escape, and the rest of the, the hospital's getting shot up. Yeah, so she takes him to her maid, and so Sagal like basically Sagal um, goes to the friend's house, uses his knowledge of acupuncture, Moxie Burston, whatever that is, and ever meditational techniques to recover his strength while training. Mm. So like, where he's got no muscle strength. All of a sudden, he's like a top fighter again. Top fighter. Well, um, I've got a question for you, though. The name of his character in that film. I've got three options for you. Oh, go on. I'm, I'll try and remember. All right, then. So option A mm-hmm. is Mason Storm. Right? Okay. Option B is Barrett Stein. And option C is Roderick Manhattan. I'm going with Mason Storm. Yep. I made the other two up with random names. <laughs> like, uh, Mason well, Storm actually rang a bell. I was like, I, I think that is actually a, a, cigar, a cigar name. It's such a cigar name, isn't it? It's such a cigar name. You're absolutely right. I, think I overdid it with Ro- Roderick Manhattan. It was too much. <laughs> Roderick Manhattan was never an option. I think the name of some sort of like um, software for a PC, like virus software for some reason. It was in my head. I don't know why. Okay. Fair enough. And um, so every film, I've not seen it, but you've probably seen it. So can you remember um, Clive Barker's Nightbreed? Yeah, Nightbreed was that's not a bad movie. It's not it got you know. torn apart though. I yeah, I I have a soft spot when it comes to horror, yeah, like, like NAF horror, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I, I quite like it, you know. It's it's my um it's it's kind of my Achilles heel when it you know. I'm I'm yeah. far less critical when it comes to old NAF horror movies than I am with most other things. Um speaking of NAF movies though, Lock Up starring uh sylvester stallone uh <laughs> debuted in the uk uh in in february um this is the prison one where yeah. uh, he plays you know uh good inmate uh frank lone he's he's been a good man it's, it's in real well, i mean he's been frank, a bad this real life brother called frank stallone frank stallone but this is frank lone it's right. a totally different person or leon oh. leon maybe it's leon he's italian right yeah, yeah. leon yeah, yeah, yeah. um so you know he's he's been a bad boy but yeah. now he's been a good boy and he's done nothing wrong, but he crossed this old warden. He's a vindictive warden. Yeah, oh, and they're, they're always vindictive. They're always vindictive in, in those prisons. So he gets transferred at the last minute from his minimum security prison yeah. to a maximum security prison to, to, to finish out his sentence under this, this vindictive warden. Um, I think he's played by Donald Sutherland. And um, Does he end up having a scrap at some point? Oh, of course. It's Stallone, isn't it? Stallone doesn't like this movie. Yeah. No, he said they didn't take it serious enough. And I agree. It's kind of like, you know, I think he thought, well, you know, I could have actually had a, something really interesting yeah. here and actually acted, you know, in, in a yeah. serious, gritty uh, prison movie. Yeah. Um, which he still failed to do because then he made Escape Plan himself. That was all him. And it's like. Was Stallone? That's no, Stallone, Stallone and Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. When he like he can break into any prison. So they, they yeah. put him in a prison to break out, but then they put him in there for real and it's a yeah. super prison. Yeah. He breaks out anyway. It's on a boat. Yeah, I remember that one. It's, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. What's the Christopher Lambert? Uh, oh, what's the Christopher Lambert prison one? The oh god, um, I'll tell you. I'm going to casually look on Google. Pretend you... I know. Um, <laughs> I can't think what it's called. Though. There's two of them. There is two because the second one is in space, which is my yeah. favorite prison thing ever. Yeah, like how the only, like, the only two good. Pr- um, I like films in space, which are not sci-fi. Or hell, the Hellraiser in space. <laughs> Hellraiser in space. That's 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 what it's called. Hellraiser in space. Hellraiser yeah. Fortress. Fortress and Fortress Two. Fortress uh, Two is uh, yeah, they're they're in space, which is a pretty good place to yeah. put a prison. You're not escaping that one. I think you know what Fortress Two is actually called. No, 
Fortress 2. Is it called Hellraiser in Space? No. Fortress 2, re-entry. Brilliant. He goes back into prison and re-entry from space yeah. to Earth. But the thing is, when you say re-entry, all I can think about is Roger Moore as Bond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know... Yeah, good old Bond. Good old Bond. I can't wait till we get some eight nineties um, Bond films. Oh yeah, we'll get some soon. Don't you worry. Well, yeah. actually, I say soon. What ninety six? Before oh, we get is that long between? Yeah, because Dalton was eighties, right? Yeah, eighty seven, isn't it? So yeah, it's, it's not until ninety five, ninety six. Um, but don't worry, we've got plenty okay. of films until. I've then. got a quick film to follow that up with. Go on. All dogs go to heaven. Yeah, do you know this stars Burt Russell as a German Shepherd or Burt Reynolds? Burt Burt Russell. Who's Burt Russell? Jack that's Russell. his. That's his. Yeah, he's a Jack Russell. Um, it, yeah. Now this film, I don't think I've ever seen. No, but I want to see it after read. I've heard it, it sounds really. I think the reason I never watched it is because I was like, I, I don't want to watch dogs die. Yeah, but it's quite. Seems like the worst. Different. Yeah, I know, but it's the worst cartoon idea ever. Yeah, so like, Bert plays Charlie, a dog who gets killed. Yeah, when he's investigating. Well, let's see. That's as far as I would have got with that synopsis yeah. and been like, yeah, I'm not watching it. Then Charlie, who's now an angel, escapes heaven and becomes friends with a girl become best friends because she can speak to dogs and they solve the crime yeah that's about it really i, I thought well it's nice isn't it? it's nice it's, it's got uh burt reynolds yeah or burt russell whoever burt, that is he might be in it you who like knows a, like a tribute act burt, burt russell. russell yeah yeah so it'd be like smoky and uh you know when you can hire impersonators yeah that'd be burt russell would be an impersonator <laughs> be like managed to get burt russell and i want burt reynolds well burt russell to do yeah, it's like when your grandma buys you yeah. a, a film. It's like, I got you that film with Burt Russell. We've got some ice chocks at home. <laughs> Not Burt Reynolds, though, are they? <laughs> Smoking and the Thief. Yeah. I got you that DVD with <laughs> Burt Russell. Good on beat Max for you. Yeah. Um, Still Magnolias. Yep. Came out in uh, in February. A hell of a, hell of a cast, yeah. including Julia Roberts, Dolly Parton, Sally Field. Um, yeah, a group of women uh, share in uh, this small town southern community, and uh, it's all about how they cope with the death of one of their own wow. in the community. You know, close. It's very, um, you know, it's very America, small yeah. town America kind of vibe. Everyone's friends. In the UK, we're not friends with our neighbours. No. We just don't go on, really. No. As you can tell from all of our soaps, they all hate each other. It's very realistic in that way. But in the neighbours' theme tune, they all love each other. That my friend is Australia. Oh yeah, that's different. That's different altogether. Yeah, yeah. Over here, they would not be good friends. And like you said, us being hating you every day, having an affair. Yeah, exactly. Married ten times. Look at Brookside. That's just one close. Oh, I need the subtitles for Brookside. <laughs> so I don't know. There's there's a lot going on in that one there. How about some violence? Ooh, go on, go on. I'm going to say a film. I wonder if it's the same film. Go on. The best of the best. His best of the best, <laughs> starring Eric Roberts. I read the plotline, so Eric Roberts is an automobile welder. Mm-hmm. He gets called up to attend the USA Olympic kickboxing trials, but he's a welder, so he's not an athlete. They and, just they just really need someone to beat Korea at yeah. this Taekwondo tournament. Yeah, and his mum doesn't want him to do it because he's got a bad shoulder. Yeah. And that's where I, I, I put... If I keep reading this, I'm going to laugh and I'm not going to be able to write any more notes. Well, the thing is, they, they've they got fighters from all over the country and they all kind of hate each other and they yeah. have to kind of work together to, to defeat Korea in this Taekwondo. I don't know why it's so important that they win this, this Taekwondo tournament, but apparently it's the most important thing in the world. They're just grabbing welders off the street and being yeah. like, come on, buddy, we your country needs you. You're a bin man. You can do judo. Yeah, well, hey, you say that. But how many professions have we seen in wrestling in the 90s? 
Oh yeah, there was, there was a. Bin I man. mean, there was literally a bin man. There was a bit. There's a plumber. Yeah, Repo Man. Oh yeah, no one really liked Repo Man because he was like, no, helping the rich. He was bad boy. Yeah, he was. He had, he had a little dodgy mustache. Well. IRS. Yeah, yeah, no one liked IRS. There you go. But uh, but you know, he he had even less to at least a welder is a physical job. Yeah, you know. I don't know. William Regal was a man's man. There you go. Yeah, he drove a yeah. forklift. Yeah, I've got um. There's a couple of more films I know about as well. There's a there's uh, a big the, one. There's a big one. I'm gonna leave the big one to last. Okay, we've both got it. Yeah, yeah. The next one I've got is Family Business. Okay, I don't have that one. Do you not have this one? No. Basically, the plot is there's three three generations. You got the granddad, played by Sean Connery. Right. You got his son, which I'm gonna have to come back to in a minute. So, <laughs> okay. Dennis um, Dustin Hoffman. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just Sean Connery, Dustin Hoffman. Father and son, yeah, mm-hmm. and then Matthew Broderick is the, the grandkid. He was like, um, so you got a career criminal, Connery. Um, often didn't get in the family business. These a normal life, and they got their son. His son Broderick is a good boy, but no, he's not. Oh no, he gets involved in a crime, and he has to get his granddad to help him oh. with the crime. So his granddad's like career criminal. I'll help you, but we need to get your dad to help us. Hoffman, who's straight lace, so they team up <laughs> to do the crime. Yeah, of course, but like. So I said those names to you. So you got Connery Hoffman. Yeah. Do they do they sound that they could be father and son? No. Do you know the age difference? Well, this is the this is the Indiana Jones problem. Connor- Seven years. Yeah, but Connery, like he's just he looks too young as well. Yeah. You know, Connery's. Oh, dear oh dear. It's also um Hoffman, but Hoffman. See, it at least at least Ford looked younger than yeah. Connery, right? Hoffman by the nineties. Yeah, he doesn't look that much younger than Connery. Oh, but Connery's like got, got a grey beard. And oh yeah, if you had a grey beard, that's all that matters. Glasses. Sure, they put glasses on him. Actually, he's fine. He's doing his look from um, <laughs> he's, Indiana Jones. Yeah, which also Jones Senior video, video this one as well. Indiana Jones. Oh really? And Lethal Weapon Two and Freddy the Thirteenth. Jason takes Manhattan. What? <laughs> so so two amazing films and one of the worst yeah. Friday the 13th movies. I yeah. want to leave like a, a rubbish film before we hit the big film of the month. Of course, which uh, I'm assuming you have, uh, Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, because I was trying to make up another film then, but yeah, I've got Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> you can make up a film. I couldn't think of one that quick. I wonder if you could insert a bullshit film into this podcast and whether anyone would ever notice if you yeah. just talked about it earnestly enough as if it was a real thing. But no, um, Driving Miss Daisy, um, starring Morgan Freeman. Uh, Jessica Tandy and Dan Aykroyd. Um, it's about uh, an old Jewish woman and her African-American chauffeur in uh, the American South. And uh, they have a relationship that grows and improves over the years. It's a very good film. Yeah. And I was thinking about it today. And, do you know, I feel like, you know, like, um, much like Alice Cooper, yeah. Morgan Freeman just turned up looking at looking as old, old as he yeah. does now yeah but he's never aged since that point like he just yeah i think he was born old that's the first film i can remember him in and he looks the same right yeah he looks the same then as he does now and it, same it, as alice cooper alice cooper i think was born old and just looked that old he forever the same in batman as well yeah he didn't age. that's what i mean he yeah. just like looks the same age it's like what 25 years later yeah I don't know. But it's probably longer than that i would imagine yeah what, what batman's he with though? oh he's um He's Dark Knight and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Batman Begins is like 2007, 8? Jesus. No, earlier than that. 2005, 6, yeah. some of that. But um, but yeah, he's just always looked... I think he just always had like an old face, but yeah. it's never he's never gone beyond that, so he still looks the same age now. Uh, but yeah, Dri- Driving Miss Daisy, amazing film. Um, so those were the new releases. Yeah. Uh, and in the box office, you know, hangovers from yeah. last month, we've got uh, Black Rain at number one. 
Yeah. Um, Parenthood, number two. Yeah. Lockup comes in at number three. Stallone Star Power. How? Well, it's Stallone, isn't it? Stallone, yeah. you know, he's coming off of Rocky and coming off of, yeah. uh, you know, a bunch of good stuff. Probably First Blood Part 2 before yeah. he did three, I think. Um, Turner and Hooch good and film. Casualties of War. That's Sean Penn? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's about when no Sean Penn's in it. Just War. quickly jumping back to Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. I'll always use, like, if I didn't tell ever driving anyone, when I drop someone else off, like, mm. take two people and one person stays in the back of the car, I'm like, I'm not driving Miss Daisy. Get in the front. I don't like people in behind me. Like, you don't like people in the back. No, yeah. when I'm driving. It's like sit next to me. I'm not driving Miss Daisy. And it's always been in my head that referring to that as driving Miss Daisy, or someone's driving really slow in front of me, like driving Miss Daisy. Right. Okay. I'll always then, and that's like, unless you be this a real massive cultural film. Yeah. I've just turned it into like anger. Don't sit in the back. Yeah. yeah. Don't sit in the back of my car. Sit in the front. I'm giving you a lift. It's not a taxi. You can talk to me. Yeah. I'm not driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> I don't know why I thought I'd bring that up. <laughs> no, no, that that's a that's a legitimate uh, a legitimate point. Would you like at this time yeah. to talk about some music? Go on, M. So what, should, we, should we do the singles charts? Let's do it. Carrying on from last month, she ain't going anywhere. She does it right in the month. She gets picked. Mm-hmm. Is nothing compares to you by Sinead O'Connor? Hell of a song. Hell of a hell voice. of a song. Such a voice. Oh yeah. Written by Prince, as we discussed before. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it came in the charts really late, but eventually pushed forward and moved up. Mm. And it's still like, I was thinking the other day, I just probably still play a Danger Zone at the end of the night. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it, you've got to time it right. People have to be, you know, that, we're, that we're point. 33 years later, and that's still a classic song. It will always be a classic, I think. Yeah. Nothing compares to you. Sinead O'Connor, classic. And, and I don't think she ever matched that. No, I agree. I know she put the Bible live on TV. Or, yeah, I mean, that's, you know. like, yeah, but she never touched that song I, mean, I don't think that's affected her that like she can never release any music as good as that mm. written by, obviously I say it again written by Prince so it's going to be amazing because he is involved but like she probably realised she's hit her peak of her career there yeah but she was knocked off number one though by Beats International that'd be good to me yeah right at the end of the month yeah, right the one goes do 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 how does it go do 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 that one okay yeah, I've got it, but I'm not, I didn't buy it. I think I've got it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But I was like looking through it uh, of the new releases that month. You still got your standard ones still hanging around. There's loads of Jason Donovan in the chart. He's hanging around. Kylie is still hanging. Do you know? I couldn't believe though. Kylie did not last very long in the top ten. No, she did not last long at this point. I I thought that. I mean, I know it's a cover and stuff, but yeah. tears uh, tears on my pillow. I I thought that would be around for a lot longer, but it, it's less than a month. No, it drops out. Because not- she come in right at the end of January, yeah. and by mid. February, she's gone out of the top ten. She she is literally gone. Yeah, she's not very strong. And so also, these are some banging new releases. Yeah, I'll roll these off, and you can tell me which is the odd one out, right? Because these, I'm going to name some songs. All right, and uh, which I can say I'm banging, but one's not quite banging. But at the end of them, you can say them. Okay. So we've got yeah, the Pesce mode, mm. Pesce mode, what Pesce mode? Enjoy the silence. Yeah, that's a a song, uh, a video that Depeche Mode do not like. Apparently, not. apparently not. That joint is like um, unhappy days. Mm, like possibly. Stuff. This is top level. Michael Bolton. How am I supposed to live without you? <laughs> that is uh, one of the best rubbish Michael Bolton songs. It is ever. Right, Tina Turner. Steamy windows. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cliff Richard. Oh, stronger than that. Well, I just I don't know anything about that, but obviously we're going to do this game and we pick out the crap song. I'm not saying it's that one, but then Thunder with Dirty Love. Dirty Love is a tune. It is, isn't it? 
Here's a tune. This one, a hell of a tune. Then followed up by Aerosmith. Dude looks like a lady. Cliff is Cliff is the odd one out so oh, there's, far. There's still one more to go, mind. Oh, go on then. B-52's Love Shack. Oh, it's Cliff. It's still Cliff, isn't Cliff, it? Cliff, Cliff. Sorry, but Cliff. Like, I'm sorry, Cliff. So, like, obviously, we went, you wouldn't play Depeche Mode, but... So you've got Bolton... It's a tune, though. Yeah, you've got Bolton, Turner, Thunder, Aerosmith, and B-52s. You'd play all of those, wouldn't you? But I wouldn't play Cliff. No. Not that song, anyway. No. What, what Cliff song would you play? <laughs> no, no, I was just thinking that. When I said it, I was like, actually, I wouldn't play any. But, um, you know, happy birthday to you. There you go. I'll play that for someone's birthday. It's a nice little... Uh... Uh, Stevie Wonder. No, there was a... There was a uh, a cliff version of that song, I'm sure. Oh, he did the one with the young ones as well, didn't he? With mm. the, the TV show young ones. Yeah, I think he did a cover of that. Maybe he didn't. Maybe I just made that up in my brain. Maybe I want to go Google and YouTube it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, we also, you know, some some from last month. We still got Phil Collins. Uh, I wish it would rain down. Yeah. Still Tune. still hanging in there. Um, Lisa Stansfield, Live Together. Don't remember that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure of that one myself, I must admit. Um. Sybil, walk on by, yeah. yell, instant replay. Don't know that. Um, that's about all I've got here. Uh, Black Box, I don't know anyone else. Don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I know right on time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting as we come into February. We'll, uh, we'll have to see how things progress. So, right at the end of the month, Sinead O'Connor has been... been Put down to two, number two. Yeah, yeah. She's been put down to number two by Beats International. Yeah. Um. We'll see how long Beats stay. Yeah. I wonder how long they're gonna last. What kind of longevity will Beats have going into March? I guess we'll find out next time, huh? We could. Have you seen the albums? No. Tell me about the albums. Right. Last one, Phil Collins was number one for. Um, he went across like quite a few months. So. Yeah. It's uh. It's good. Basically, album. he does. So he was um, number one for six weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's January into February. Then get, I didn't, yeah, I think at the end he gets knocked off by the Christians. I think we might have talked about them last month. We did. And then he gets back to number one. So in um in a like sort of I think a thirteen week period, he is number one for twelve weeks or I think a fourteen week period, number one for thirteen weeks. That's insane. But seriously. It's a good album though. Yeah. To be album. fair. Yeah. And there wasn't many really good new releases. I'd say not good new releases, it's probably stuff I don't like. So so it's not good. Um, so so naturally, naturally it's crap I'm choosing what's good and what's not good yeah, um, yeah. Fish mm-hmm. was he Marillion is that a fish yeah I think so The Choir Boys I remember The Choir Boys I, re- I vaguely remember The Choir Boys and it's the name Tinita Tikaram I remember that name I don't know what she sang right um, The Mission they had a new album right nice Everything But The Girl uh, yeah yep also had a new album out last week as well oh, really yeah, wow. didn't, didn't get the number one though. No, funny that. Um, Delamitri, a Scottish band. Not sure I know them. I only know the one with the video when there's like they're pushing a pram and it's got like babies in it. It's got Delamitri's heads on the babies. Oh, that rings a vague yeah. bell. Yeah. Okay. And for some reason, there's a load of Iron Maiden releases. I think they're EPs though, but they're double doubled up. There's like Running Free and Sanctuary, and everyone is um, women in uniform in Twilight Zone. So I think they've done some EPs. They're just yeah, delivering some EPs on the UK. Of course, the UK does love. Iron Maiden. Yeah. I don't you know. know. No, no, we know you don't. I'm bored of it. Well documented of your, your dislike of both Iron Maiden and Nightwish. Those are just the two bands that you're always... Oh, um, and anything Rockabilly. 
Oh, any rockabilly. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's not much chance of that any rockabilly turning up yeah. in the UK charts. Uh, I think we're pretty safe for oh, most of the 90s. How about the Emmerdale song? Most of the 90s. The Emmerdale rockabilly? Do you remember the Emmerdale song? I don't. I'm going to send it to you on YouTube after this. Well, I guess we'll get to Please it at some point. Billy Rock or something like that. Does that hit the, the top 10? Oh. oh my God, number one. Oh, wow. Shocking, isn't it? In the 90s. Oh, oh we'll have to Google it. Because we might we might end up coming to it. You never know. I it could happen. One of my friends, like, anytime she requests anything, you talk to that song, she'll say, I'll oh, play it. When we were over like, lockdown, when we'd be doing, like, the streaming, like... Yeah, like, stream stream shows. Like, play the Hillbilly song from, like, um, Emma Down. I was like, I can't bring myself to do that. Wow. I really did one night when I played five songs from Neighbours in a row. <laughs> I was doing anything for money back then. Anything for money. Anything for money. But, Damn. Yeah, it was, it was the Warpackers. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're in the 90s. Hillbilly Rock. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, we'll get to that eventually. That's something to look forward to, isn't it? <laughs> That's got to be early 90s. That's got to be early 90s. It's got, like, it's got Zach Dingle in it. So I can, I don't know. 96. Oh, my God. That is quite late. I, I, that's like into girl power time. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank God for girl power getting rid of that. Thank God for girl power knocking Emmerdale off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was music for February of 1990. Um, not much going on in the world of toys and video games um, because Christmas. Yeah. Christmas has just happened. All the toys are out, so they're pretty much the same as last month. A uh, couple of games of note Turbo Outrun. Well, that's it's about that's uh okay. well it was a solid arcade game less solid yeah. um actually i always thought turbo outrun was probably better on consoles than outrun was yeah. on consoles they kind of nailed that a bit better did, did um you have nitro on turbo outrun like oh he's on yeah Nitro's on, eh? i think so yeah that was the gimmick wasn't it yeah for f40 or something like that. yeah um x out the uh it was a side-scrolling shooter underwater um wizard willy uh which i don't remember but um, it's just a, a little action game with platformer elements. They, just, they used to use random names for games. They did. Well, you know, he's a cute, cute kid or whatever called Willy, and he can shoot lightning bolts and whatnot. Um, and Axel's Magic Hammer. That sounds like a film I want to watch. I've got no notes on what the game is, and I'm not going to elaborate on it because it's funny. Right. It's just a funny name. I reckon it's a platformer. And yeah, it's a hammer. platformer. It's the early 90s. Everything's a platformer. After Mario happened everything's a platformer pretty much um but yeah so that's that's all we've got for video games um it's a poor show, isn't it? well like i said february yeah but you know uh we've got some stuff coming up in the coming months yeah maybe it gets released later on in the year it does well yeah obviously mega drive gets released uh later on in the year we've got super mario brothers 3 coming yeah. at the end of the year obviously america's already had it we know yeah yeah, yeah but we get it uh, i think september-ish um so uh yeah lots of games to look forward to lots of events to look forward to we've got wrestlemania coming up yeah. we're on the road to i think probably the biggest wrestlemania of of like my that, childhood that era of my generation yeah. it was warrior hogan's the big one uh so that's early more. april right yeah we've got the world cup coming up yeah we got the world cup coming up that's when gasquin cried another crushing defeat of the germans <laughs> our arch enemies um our football arch enemies. We 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 we're, oh, yeah. we're, I mean, we yeah. get on all right. Since we made up with Argentina earlier on in the year. yeah, we made up with Argentina already. As long as they don't beat us in football, then we'll hate them again. I don't think we'll just rip that treaty right up. Yeah, in the bin. <laughs> you can't have no land. You beat us in football again. Yeah, it's all Keep about on. football. So, um, is there anything else you would like to say about February of nineteen ninety? I can't think of any. any famous people born. 
Um, there were a few famous people born. Um, uh, Julia Fox, the uh, Italian-American actress and model um, from uh, Uncut Gems. She was oh, uh, she was born. That's a fantastic film. Um, Laura Beatrice Marling uh, is born in uh, on the 1st of February, 1990. She's a British folk singer, and she yep. won a Brit Award for Best Female Solo Artist in the year 2011. You can tell I read that off, because I have no idea who anyone is <laughs> after 1990s. So, you know. Um, Zach King of TikTok and YouTube fame. He's like a filmmaker and illusionist. You've probably seen him do some magic yeah. tricks and stuff. Uh, he was born... Um, Sean Kingston, American reggae rapper. Oh, he's good, Sean Kingston. Yeah, he was born he's in got, February. He's got one banger. That's for theater. You only need one banger. As long yeah. as you can make enough money. Yeah. Off that one. Better to be a one-hit wonder than a no-hit wonder. Exactly. Um, and um, Haruka Tatsu uh, is an actress-singer uh, known, I think, well, she's. I think she's probably quite a big singer. Uh, but she's also known for uh, her voice acting, Sword Art Online, and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So those were the, the, the births of celebrities and, and people that I, I could find for February. All right. I've got one more thing I forgot about, which I should have brought up earlier. Go for it. February 21st, the Batman theme by Danny Elfman. Elfman? Elfman, even. You know the one? The bet. 1989's ba- Batman, yeah. Batman theme. Yep. Oh, and then Batman theme. The too. definitive Batman theme. Wins a Grammy Award for the best instrumental comp- uh, instrumental composition i cannot argue with that that is yeah. that is one of those themes it's it's like uh it's like the superman theme yeah right? it, it is like definitive yeah and you can do different versions of it and it's like cool i like what hans zimmer has done and yeah. all of that stuff fine but yeah when that, you that, that is batman is the batman anytime theme. i hear that i'll look up it's like where's batman i mean it was that good they did it for the whole of the batman animated series yeah you know that that theme is kind of synonymous with batman in the same way that the uh superman music is is yeah. you know same so yeah he absolutely deserved that so would we put because <laughs> we like to like um rank theme tunes yeah i love to rank a theme tune should we stick the batman theme in the cartoon themes or should we stick it it's not a tv show is it well, the animated series I think debuts soon. It must be pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, so yeah, may already be out. Not so sure. obviously we got we discussed um, Thundercats, mm-hmm. and there was one other cartoon. We had two cartoons. Well, if we're sticking the Batman theme, yeah, because it technically is also a cartoon theme. X Men, we had X Men, didn't we? X Men, Thundercats, and the Batman theme. One, two, three. Obviously, Thundercats is free. Transformers. It's oh, it's oh, oh, we're just going nineties. Yeah. Okay, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, as well. Uh, I okay. Let's rank them right now. Let's think about this. Let's have a think. We took I didn't realize this turtles was eighties in America. The cartoon show. We had to wait ages for it. Yeah, we have to wait ages for a lot of things. Yeah. I, I feel like people listening to this show for the first time in America are just going to be like, "What the fuck? That came out ages ago." It's like, no, no, it came out ages ago for you. Yeah, we still don't have like Mario three yet. We this is England's got, got a long way to go. Yeah. Um, we'll get there though. Don't worry. We we'll get there in the end. We'll get there in our own time. We don't like to take our time over here. Yeah. Um, so I'm 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 stalling as I rank this in my head. Good I'm just I'm I've got this skill of talking so four, nonsense and four cartoons. Then yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be controversial. Yeah, I'm putting Thundercats at number one. Well, best theme tune. Yeah. All right. It's got such a cool driving theme. Yeah. You know? I'm gonna say Thundercats is my number one theme. Um, I'm gonna say. Oh, do you know what? I, I've just been I've just been praising. Danny Elfman so much, but now I'm like, well, we're talking cartoons though. That X Men theme, yeah, 
you know? Still now. Still now it will get me going. I'm going to say Thundercats, X-Men. Then if we're doing Danny Elfman, yeah. we'll put that in there. Then Turtles. All right. We need a fifth, don't we? We can come back to There's going to be another TV cartoon. Defenders of the Earth? Is that a... We'll have to have a look at that. Yeah, I'm not sure when that came we'll out. We'll make a chart and we'll update each month, I reckon. We'll make a chart. Let's have a chart of the best cartoon themes. Yeah. And everyone can shout at us for how bad... What are you ranking? Oh, I... X-Men is number one. Hmm. It was uh, close for me, I must admit. It's close between Thundercats and Turtles. Yeah. It's as far as... Say, oh, Thundercats, Turtles, Batman. Fair, fair. Yeah, all quality though. Oh yeah, and if we're talking like movie themes, then Elfman's probably up yeah. there is like almost number one in the ninety. Uh, like, yeah. well, it's eighties, isn't it? I guess, but yeah, um, it, it, it appear again in Batman Returns. It will appear yeah. again uh, next year. Yeah, this year, next year, ninety one. Ninety one. Yeah. yeah, Christmas, Christmas film. And uh, yeah, there's gonna be some banging TV ones coming up. Um, Terminator theme. <laughs> yes, Terminator Two will uh, will debut this year later yeah. this year so uh, that's something to look forward to as well yeah it's going to be good it's a good year yeah it's a very good year for movies um, and and music yeah and video it's for a good year for everything just a slow month <laughs> slow month well it's post Christmas it yeah. was always going to be a slow month in February it's and then slow, things will pick right back up in March for games actually everything else is fine yeah I think it's because uh, everything's already released yeah you know they've, they've, they've blown their load on Christmas and yeah. now it's like okay Kids have got no money. Yeah. Parents have got no money. Let's wait until March. You know, yeah. we'll be back. But uh, in any case, we will be back next month. We will be doing March. March of 1990. And we'll see the road to WrestleMania well and truly heating yeah. up. I think we're going to get some uh, some serious Warrior ranting next month. I think we're, get, we're getting the Warrior promo with the plane. I think we're getting the Crash the Plane Hulk Hogan. Have you seen Have you seen the one when there's a... We'll talk about it next time when they're opposite each other and like signing the contract. And they're like, and yeah. It does the camera face on. Mm-hmm. We talk about that next time. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's really bizarre. But yes, uh, we will be back next month with March of 1990. Thank you for listening, everybody. And um, yeah, subscribe and all of that good stuff. Yeah. Please like and subscribe. Please like and subscribe. And we will catch you next time. On the flip side.